take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with the ECS DNA Kit by Endocana Health. I did this years ago, and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices. Right now, you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com using promo code POD25. Your purchase includes the Endo DNA Collection Kit, Endo Decoded Report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestions, endo-aligned product matching in your state, suggested dosage guidelines, and optimum methods of administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, EndoDNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Effica Soft Gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Effica Unwind, created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formulation of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget, promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. If you're a cannabis business owner looking to expand into new markets and need guidance and support you can trust, consider Collateral Base, a group that has done it before in multiple merit-based and limited market states. Collateral Base was founded by an experienced cannabis attorney with highly educated consultants with master's degrees and years of experience in the cannabis industry. The Collateral Base team is confident they know cannabis licensing better than any of their peers. And I encourage you to see for yourself. It just takes one phone call. If you're ready to expand your cannabis business into new limited markets, contact Collateral Base today at 309-306-1095. That's 309-306-1095. Or visit collateralbase.com. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's hot time. We had a hot time. Together. Together. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host in Cannabis Lifestyle Guide. Before the holiday break, we discussed cannabis hospitality and tourism. And on the first podcast of the new year, we're traveling to Placencia, Belize, where we explore the traps of tourism, our relationship with nature, and the importance of sharing that wisdom. We also discuss cannabis culture in Belize and what life is like for the locals. Our tour guide was featured in Jack Hanna's Animal Adventures in 2005 and profiled in Esquire magazine in 2007. I'd learned of Percy Gordon from my sister Crystal when she and her wife Dion recounted their adventures with him on previous trips to Placencia. And we were all set to go on this nine-day winter getaway together, but one passport snafu later, and I was traveling without them. 
This would be my first holiday in three years, and I fought through workaholic feelings and the fear of being out of commission for nine days on the heels of MJ BizCon, and just before my colleagues began shutting it down for the holidays. As a creator, the past three years have been an absolute roller coaster, and my work as play model was being put to the ultimate test. So I packed up a minimal recording kit just in case I was inspired to use it. And as it turns out, I was. But before we dive in, I want to say a quick thank you to at Lopez092912 for the five-star rave review. They wrote, Love this podcast. Such a cool and creative way to educate people on how cannabis can affect your life in all of the most wonderful ways. Yes, please, and thank you. If you too are picking up what I'm putting down, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. That one small action takes a fraction of time and helps other Canna Curious folks find this highly responsible cannabis content. And now, a word from our sponsor, MJ Relief, the muscle rub PhD formulated for what aches and pains you. When I'm traveling, I can't always bring cannabis with me, but I never leave home without my MJ Relief. Even when I pack light, my carry-on bag totally makes up for it. Between the mobile office, my podcasting equipment, travel necessities, and snacks, my neck and shoulders feel beat up before I make it to my final destination. And because MJ Relief has a soothing unisex scent— I don't feel guilty giving myself a quick neck and shoulder massage mid-flight. If you're feeling my travel pain and want some muscle and joint relief of your own, head over to mjskinrelief.com. You'll always save 10% using promo code CASUALLYBAKED, all one word, at checkout. That's mjskinrelief.com. Promo code CASUALLYBAKED. And if you're listening on your phone, scroll down in the podcast app you're using to see the episode notes where you'll find links to this offer and more from other Casually Baked partner brands. Shopping podcast affiliates is a win-win because you saving money on the things you want supports the production of this show. Now, I am devoted to creating media as medicine in a world hijacked by propaganda. That's why I was inspired to have this conversation with Percival, the charismatic fisherman and tour guide affectionately known as Monkey Man. Percy has a closer relationship with nature than anyone I've ever met. And after finishing our tour of his home village of Monkey River and traipsing through the jungle, I asked Percy if I might join him the next day. Not for another tour, but to tag along and experience a day in his life. Percy and his brother George would be free diving for lobster and conch the next day, and he welcomed me and my friend Jessica to join them. As cannabis legalization continues, I hope you put cannabis-friendly destinations at the top of your travel list. And then get out there and start exploring, whether or not you have a travel companion. As someone who's done mostly solo travel— I have received so much love, support, and compassion from perfect strangers during those times when I found myself lost in translation or maybe being harassed at a bus stop. There are good humans everywhere. And if you're being one, you're sure to find one when you're in need. 
I say that because I watch the fear of what could happen keep so many people from living their best, most inspired life. Travel has gifted me with more understanding of my privilege and my responsibility as a human to be of service to the planet and to elevate the human experience. Talking to strangers, pushing beyond my comfort zones, and staying curious has enriched my life. And this experience in Belize and the time I spent with today's guest totally enriched my life. One thing I know for sure is that interacting firsthand with different cultures is an important tool for connecting the dots and understanding both the truth and propaganda of the world we live in. So smoke them if you got them and settle in. You better believe it's time to get casually baked. Hey, music lovers. The Cannamom Show podcast, in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars, is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at LampkinGuitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N Guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N Guitars.com It's high time We had a high time Together Together All right. So when people come to visit Placencia, Belize, you've got to find Percival. Right, you got to find Percival. And then, want to remember Percival's last name? Remember Gordon. Gordon? Yes, so okay. I'm Percival Gordon. All right. You're also uh, King of the Howler Monkeys. You've also been called uh, Indiana Jones. Right, Dr. Right. Jones. Dr. Jones. <laughs> Barracuda Bill. <laughs> Hairy Hand. What's your restless favorite? man. What's your favorite nickname? Well, my favorite nickname is Rumble. 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 All right. Oh, Rambo. Yeah, Rambo. Rambo. Yes, okay. because everybody <laughs> like Rambo, and I've, that's easier for a lot of people. Instead of they call me Percy, they just say Rambo. Uh, I do a little Esquire magazine, Howl a Monkey King. A lot of people call me Howl a Monkey Man. So that's that's one of my close nickname from Rambo. Hola Monkey Man. All right. So you come to Belize, come down Placencia, you know, remember nothing, none of those other names, and you remember Monkey Man, <laughs> everybody will find Percival the Monkey Man. All right. Well, I loved going on your tour yesterday. Thank you for taking me and my friends through the jungle. You're welcome. And for your family welcoming us into Monkey River and cooking us a meal. It was just a really beautiful local experience. And one of the things that disturbed me when we were taking the boat out is passing by this man-made island done by the 
the cruise ship, cruise ship companies and it, it makes it so difficult for people to actually come into Placencia to have a unique organic experience with the local people. So what are some of the things that you would recommend to showcase the local people in your community that people do instead of just coming in here on a cruise ship? Well, if you come down to Placencia and you're not on a cruise ship and you want to spend a night or two in, I would say, remote little villages and they're fishing villages. So I live in a fishing village my whole life. And then where I live, we only have like 200 people. So everybody know everybody. So we don't have no mugs. Nobody will steal nothing from your boat. Nobody will steal nothing from your your belongings, like your purse, your sunglasses, your telephone. No one will steal that into my little community. And then there, when you get there and you want to hang there, well, there is so beautiful and I even want to leave because you could go do my little jungle adventure tour, monkey. Then you could do your fishing. Then you could do your little night adventure tour and much more, much more. You know, yeah. if you want to have a little fun. Yeah. You know. When I say that about the cruise ships, I have to clarify that they've basically created an island where the cruise ship can dock, but there's just restaurants and a beach that's been built up, and so nobody's encouraged it's a to private, leave there. It's a private island, girlfriend. Yeah. So, so whenever you book a cruise ship tour, come into Belize, you come into Belize, yes, but you're going to be on an island because... They don't really want to put you on the shore. You'll be on an island and they're going to tell you you're in Belize. And then once you're on the island and they're going to tell you you're in Belize, they give you a little option that you could go do a little snorkel, you could do a little boat ride, you could do a little Monkey River tour, you could come into Pacenza Village for maybe an hour or two, and you have to get back to the boat in certain hours because the boat leaves the same day. So you don't sleep. Yeah. In Belize, if you come on a cruise ship, you gotta yeah. leave yeah. the same day. So you have to be always on your alert, moving. Yeah. 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 And so you know, I've been here for nine days, and so I've had a, the opportunity to start seeing people that I'm seeing every day, and cool. and meeting some personalities, nice, and nice. and learning um, some of the different customs and. I wish that the Mayan people had a, a better opportunity to showcase who they are versus just being merchants or gypsies walking with a backpack full of things. I'm like, you have skills and you have a culture that right. we need to respect and right. and learn about. And, and instead, they are forced to be gypsies on a beach selling us shit. And it right. breaks my heart. I believe your girlfriend. But... It's a little difficult thing. What I don't like in it, it's called ecotours or ecotourism, mm -hmm. but it's not an ecotourism. They yeah. keep out the same little guys that have the potential to make it look good and big it up. They don't pick up those little people as an ecotourism, and that's, that's what screwed the whole business up. But if they bring it in like a nice umbrella as an ecotourism, you'll see a big difference with those same Egyptian people and those same Mayan people and the same Creole people and, and the same American people and the same Italians. And you'll see a big difference because we could come more together and share. Yeah. And that's... 
the opportunity to educate the visitors like right, me about friend. this culture, but also right. the young children. I met a, a Mayan man earlier this week who said that his three children do not speak the language. They will only speak English. He said they understand it, but they won't speak it. And I said, that's not okay. That's not okay. That's not okay. And the ancestors are all Mayans. Mm -hmm. I got you, girlfriend. So they change a lot of different things for people because of the way how they, they, they come in and make people have to live. They have to live to suit into a little different way to make a little iron to feed your kids because they don't come in uh, and share, they come in to take. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so it's a little tough for you mm -hmm. when people come in to take with all the big money. Yeah. And you try to find yourself working between it. So yeah. a lot of things you will have to fail. You know, I, I was sitting at breakfast yesterday, no, two mornings ago, because yesterday I got up to get on a boat with you. Yes. Um, but two mornings ago, I was sitting there, and I used my mornings to write while everyone else is sleeping. Nice. But this, these two families were sharing a table, and they were both discussing buying property here. One of them, it really bothered me because they were saying that they had bought the property and then they had bought the one next to it to protect it. From the next people. Mm -hmm. And I'm bike. just like, this is the problem. Yes. You're, you're part of the problem. Correct. That's what happening a lot because these people have the money, just like the Chinese or the Chinese that come in that we're talking about and buy the property and the same way they do to the people. Because they, they have the money, right? They don't want the people to stay right around there. So when they buy a piece of property, the neighbor, they watch who is the neighbor. And if the neighbor want to sell it, they buy out the neighbor and then they take the whole block. Mm -hmm. And then those people who sell, their future for their generation of their kids, they don't have nothing. Yeah. If they don't put a nice block for them. And then that's what turn over. That's why it become yeah. changeful for these people well and and a lot of the people that i've met that work here they can't live here right yes mom because they're not making the money that they will suffice their homes and and and, and, and their bills yeah right and i can't help it but when i visit someplace and i notice something like that i'm like okay well how can i help fix this and so for me, that's why I asked you yesterday if you would record a podcast with me because I'm like, if I see it, and I've seen this in other places that I've traveled and that I've lived, like yeah. me just living in Northern California, the people in this small town where I lived, all the locals were pushed out because a lot of people are buying second homes there. And then the locals have to commute into this small town to go to work and serve all of these tourists. Same thing catching Placencia right now, girlfriend. Yeah. Placencia was nice and mellow. A lot of local people. Beautiful. Local people own all most of these property. After these American come in, Canadian come in, European come in, Italians come in and started to do the property to buy them out. Buy them out and they started to do drudging. Drudging. Making their own big property for sale. So they do another extra amount of property that they make bigger money from. 
Because when they do dredging, that property become more money. And so when you're saying dredging, you're talking about clearing out the land. Clearing out the yeah. mangrove and, mm -hmm. and, 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 and taking out the habitats. They don't give a shit about the habitats or whatever going on. Yeah. Just take that out and build a property and sell them yeah. to the bigger fish. And these habitats are full of natural medicines that you've learned about yeah, your whole life. Yeah, natural medicines plus the whole marine life, girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. taking out the whole marine life habitats. So you imagine how many marine life habitats they take out around Placenza here. So they change the whole ecosystem, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So if they get certain kind of weather, they have to... Watch yourself, otherwise they wash away. Yeah. Because they change and divert and, and, and channels and that wasn't there. Yeah. Right? So right. They implement those things so mm -hmm. that being a lot of difference of changes. And then the local people gotta move because they think get expensive sake of these things that they implement. Mm -hmm. You got me? Yeah. So the property started to go up. So only when you have money, you could buy. And then I have my property here. I have a little bit of money. They give me it for 100000 150000 Depends on my property, where I am. They value it for you. You sell it. Then you go across to Independence to live. So a lot of these people from here, they move the locals, just like what we're talking about, change your mm -hmm. livelihood. And go to a different village yeah. and grow a different village and move away from their nice habitats. And ironically, they named it Independence. Right. That's how they ironically mm -hmm. named it Independence. So you could be there and you could be like an independent person because yeah. you have a big space. Yeah. Right? And there, so this is the moving on up, like, okay, I've sold my little piece of paradise, correct, but I get to move on up to Independence. Right. Yeah. Correct. And mm -hmm. then I have money. And yeah. then you not even see the long-term running. They're right. Catch that was a game of checkers, and this is a game of chess because I have seen the real estate yes. boards up showing these multi-million-dollar properties Correct. that these poor Correct. locals sold for a hundred thousand dollars. Right. Right. Yeah. And that just going to leave them for maybe three, four years, five, mm -hmm. six years. Some of them. Some of them less. Depends mm -hmm. on how they blow it on. Because some of them don't even getting back into business. You know, yeah. Some of them stay and live the normal way and just spend that money and just go right back down and say, oh, fuck, i sorry I sold my property. Oh, then, then, yeah. one, you know, then some of them go on lawsuit because mm -hmm. these guys not finished paying me and my mom for money and it will become a big monopoly thing and then mm -hmm. go on a lawsuit and then it stays stable. Yeah. You don't get no money, I don't get no money and the property just fucking waiting there for sale for a bigger money. So you get your money and I get mine and it's out. Yeah. So, okay, let's talk about some of the cool shit that you've taught me while we've been here. I'm covered in bug bites. I mean, I look like I have a Yeah, disease. but you look much better now. You yeah. look much better. And, then, and, I see, and I see you even scratching. Yeah. So, so, you're doing good. Right? So, tell me the bark that you gave me off of that tree. What, tell me what tree that was. That one that I gave you for those each and bite, that one is called Gombo Limbo. Okay. But, but we name it off you folks that come from different country. So, we name it Tourist Tree. <laughs> 
All right, the tourist tree has yes. saved me because I have I've got that bark soaking in some water. I see one but I fix it. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, you smacked this one off of my cheek yes. yesterday. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there's so many natural medicines here that I've got to interact with because I'm covered in bug bites and right. get sunburns and all that kind of stuff. Right. So. You know, you told me that your mother taught you about all this kind of stuff. Yes. So that's just a little plant that I give you for this, but I have a lot more. But the way how I learned my natural medicinal plant is from my grandma and my mom. And my grandma lived 105 years old, and my mom lived 79 years old, almost 80. And those are the people I know deal with all natural plants my whole life from my barn, right? In those times, they don't take us to doctor. No yeah. doctor. Because we don't have a doctor. So these people have to know a little plants to give us. And if we're dead, we're dead. <laughs> if we stay alive, we stay alive. <laughs> so they will give you something to drink the way how you feel. And then later on, in another couple of days, if you still feel same way, they give you a different drink, a different plant to drink. And if you still feel screwed up like that, they will change again and give you a different one until you feel better. Yeah. And then when you feel better, they will say, that's the one will cure you. Yeah. And they're not going to take you to a doctor. So if you feel dead, you will go to dead in those couple of years. About, I would say like 13, 14 years ago. No doctor, no, no much communication in my village. So everything has to be all natural, man-made. Yeah. Yes. Well, so this is the whole point of the importance of these traditions and this knowledge being passed down. Everyone in your village needs to know what all these plants do to protect them. And yes. to, you know, because you just said recently y'all got a school and a few different things, right? I got you. I guess what, where I'm going with this is like the majority of us are city slickers and rely on the white coat for everything. Yes, mom. Inst- I agree with you, girlfriend. Instead of like, okay, it is possible to have a complete relationship with nature and nature be my doctor, but it takes common sense and paying attention and like passing on this plant history and knowledge. And so when I hear these this Mayan father talk about his children not willing to speak the language and him not making them. Right. It scares me for our planet. There is all of this knowledge that we need passed on and not that a pill is going to cure us because ultimately we know that most of the pills are propaganda poison. Right. You know? A lot of side effects. Mm-hmm. A lot of side effects. So, like what you say, I love you, okay? Because the energy you have is the best. The natural herbs is much better for you, girlfriend. I don't say you can't go try a doctor for a certain kind of herbs or a certain kind of pills or a certain kind of prescription because sometimes you need a doctor to tell you exactly this is that, that is this, and then... You could treat it with your own knowledge of your own natural medicines and then you will see the big difference of go to a doctor and know what the doctor tell you and come treat yourself without the doctor stuff and then you see a lot more people get healed and don't go about the doctor. 
Well, and I'm like, yeah, if I have an acute injury, if I'm in an accident or my bone is sticking out of my leg, yeah, I'm going to go to a doctor. Correct. Correct. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. Correct. Correct. I love you for that, and that's the way it is. Because remember, when you get it broke, it's a different thing that that change the flow of your blood and your sinews, you know, and your healing of your bone depends on how it is. So you, you definitely need some kind of different attendance and that. But when you do that and you fix that that kind of way, you still could go back on your natural antibiotic because mm -hmm. they're going to give you a lot of biotics and so on for and they'll have a lot of fucking side effects yeah and that will fuck you up for a little while sorry for say the obscene language but that would screw up for a little while that like you never know oh shit i was drinking this and suddenly oh i started to feel different so that happens to you most of the antibiotics they're going to give you leave them alone go into the natural herbs antibiotics yeah and then you're not going to find the side effects like how you're going to find on uh, and the pills yeah right yeah right? i agree yeah because i have a friend that used antibiotic pills bust out all kinds of shit on his, his skin give him a fucking like a diarrhea all the time when i give him my natural antibiotic the skin get pretty Every friggin' thing look nice. Mm -hmm. You don't have the no friggin' diarrhea. Yeah. And you feel fucking good. Yeah. You know, I normally don't go to a, on a vacation like this. Most of the time, okay. I'm I'm going to a city. I'm gonna have some sort of bougie wow. experiences, and so this has been really nice for me to like just I feel like I'm reconnecting with nature and people that love and appreciate nature the way I do and I love your girlfriend because you have the energy and I see what you see and I live here for all my life and I'm amazing to meet a beautiful girl like you that see and uh, want to help certain things I know it will work in certain ways of you know you need people to try you just mm -hmm. need, don't need people just to stay on the negative side. You need people to encourage people to tell people certain things and and for sure it will work. Because I picture it off myself, right? When I started when I started to do tours for a while. Okay. I was a little down doing it and so it go on, the word and mouth spreading. Spreading. And that word of mouth gone so high that I even can't believe it myself that people say, I'm waiting to see you. You're a legend. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh shit, like, really? Really? You know what I mean? Like, really? You do this, you do that, you help me out, you help my sister. My brother sent me to see you. Oh, really? You're a legend. Like, oh my God. See, you know, that's like what you say, girlfriend. I love you for that because the energy, once you, you keep that up, nobody beat you. Yeah. And nobody can keep you down because the yeah. power is there. Nobody, nobody can't keep you down. The power is there because you see the vision of life. And I feel like it's empowered. Like, I don't need to compete with you. I don't need right, your power. Have no competition. I have my power. I love you for that because yeah. that's why I was telling you coming down. Like, I don't worry about him and the next guy or whoever doing their tour. Just do it into a nice, passion way for the people so they enjoy it. So yeah. I don't need to have a competition against you. We yeah. can work together so that we get it yeah. bigger. Yes. That's why I was explaining to you about the cruise ship people of the, of mm -hmm. the, of the um, Equator 
where they have out for think you to make, I to make, think everybody get a benefit of it and nobody getting much benefit. It's all yeah. the company getting the benefit. So yeah. they just fake the people them as yes. that word they put out there for me yeah. and you. That's like in the US there's a Walmart and they come into these small towns and people are like, oh, but they're bringing jobs to these small communities. But they're also only hiring those people for like 30 hours a week so that they're not full time. Yes. And so they don't get all the benefits. And it's like, yeah, you're just killing small businesses and making people slaves to your corporation. Right. Then you make people work a little harder and then they're going to steal your ass because... They see that they're getting a pressure yeah. from an angle that they never thought that it would come from that angle. Yeah. You see? Because they, they don't show them the umbrella. Yeah. It's like, okay, from way back, me and my brother, George, we have a few friends that come from Maine, lobster fishermen from Maine, come to my community, village, and we try to farm a fisherman association. Okay? okay. And we do farm the fisherman association. It was working nice. But it's just like what you say. You started to separate. Can't work it hard and easy. And screw up yourself. And no one we break up the fishermen association. And now everybody have to be like self-independent. So you see how it that turns right around and you know screw up people's brains? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. So Yeah, you, you need know. the thing that brings everyone to, together and forms a community. And, yes, mom. And one of the things that brings us together you and i as a community is our love for cannabis right and energy that you have that is unbelievable because not anybody have the same energy to find someone have your energy is not an easy person to find someone that have the energy and see lots of different things that you could see to help people you know their life encourage them and they will never forget you and say he knows magic. And then he knows one shit about magic. He just knows it, just like what we're talking about, to do the exact thing. And it works. So when I got here, I knew that I could get cannabis here, but I didn't really know what the rules were. So I asked around, and it's like it's decriminalized, decriminalized. but it's not, not yeah, legal. It's decriminalized, but it's not legal. And you could have 10 gram. So he, she could have 10, she could, George could have 10, you could have 10, I could have 10. They can't do us nothing. That's a personal uh, consumption. That's like our own personal use. But we have more than that. They want to try to charge us as a uh, trafficking. So if we have more than 10 grams, they charge us with trafficking. Right. So is there an intention to legalize here or... Is it just going to be decriminalized no, and that's it? No, they're going to legalize. They have it on the table. It should legalize already, but you have to have money right now because all the big guys, they're going to do farming. Mm-hmm. So Belize is going to have farmers that are going to farm hemp for a different reason of different source pretty sure. soon. So we're talking here right now, but next year we talk again, you're surprised about Belize. Are they legalizing hemp as an agricultural product first? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Me and George just heard that over the radio not too long ago. Right, George? And then after that, you got to get a license, me and you, mm-hmm. to do a recreation use uh-huh. and a medical use. Mm-hmm. We'll have to go and get a license. Then yeah. we could smoke it any way around. 
Otherwise, we will have to go smoke it on a private property. Yeah. And they can't do you nothing. Yeah. Whenever I've asked around and and was looking for you know cannabis flower for myself, um, I've learned there's two categories. There's the local, and then there's the foreign shit. Yes, they have, well, more than different types of foreign shit. On the street, that's what they call it. You want the local or you want the foreign shit? No, well, first, away, first on my street that I know, they're going to tell you about a high grade, and then they're going to tell you about a low grade. Well, the high grade, they're calling their foreign shit, because that's yes. coming from Mexico. Mexico and Guatemala, girlfriend. And a few come from America, but that's like a more personal use, come mm-hmm. from America. And then from America come a couple of seeds with these guys here and grow it here. So it's, and then they say it's a foreign weed, then it grow right here, but the foreign seed. Mm-hmm. Now, Gotta I have, have to say that I haven't gotten any flower yet that didn't have seeds. So I have a nice seed collection. Right now? I get you, you some in a while. I get you some in a while and then we're going to check see if they have seed. And I know you're not going to have seed. And the one that don't have seed, they call a sensimia. Yes. Right? The one that have seed, that means it's a mixed breed. That means you have male and females around. Yes. And that is what I heard too, is that the people that actually grow it locally, they're not trying to sex them. They just put the plants out and let them grow. Yes, ma'am. That's how they do it because they just want to grow it and sell it. Yeah. It's not like they're doing their own medical use of it. They're yeah. doing it for a business. Yeah. But when it started to get legalized, that will be a little difficult for them. Yeah. Well, and I will say everything that I have gotten here, it's smashed up like it's packed you know like when I used to get um, Mexican dirt weed back in my early 20s in fact one guy that I was visiting with he had ridden by on his bike and we were chatting with him and he had his hand all balled up and I said what's in your hand and he opened up his hand and it was just a bunch of weed all stuck together and he just gone and picked it up it didn't come in a baggie or anything. Yeah. He just well, had it I'm going to pick up some for you in a while and not going to come in a bag. <laughs> Trust my ass for that. <laughs> and then you'll see it. I'll go for it in a while. I'll give the guy a call. And it's not going to come in a bag. It's going to come in a nice bowl. There you go. Right, right. Do you have a preference? Do you find the local local stuff or do you like the imported flour? Well, well I can't say I like both, but I do. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I gr- I grow a little myself sometimes of different seed that mm-hmm. they say is a hybrid seed and it's a local seed so it's a mixed seed so sometimes I grow a little bit and it's really worth it really mm-hmm. worth it that's the one I like yeah because that's the one have a flavor yeah well and I also believe that when we grow our own medicine, that medicine is for us. Right, girlfriend. You're perfectly right. And then we do more like eggshells. Okay. And we do tomatoes. And we do a little bit of lettuce skin. And then what I do when I grow it, I put a cabbage in water and leave it by itself. Then I use that water for my insect repellent. Okay. And that's what it grows beautiful and no fungus. 
So that other stuff helped mix up your compost, and then the cabbage water is your insect repellent. Correct. That's my fertilizer, I will say, fungus. Uh-huh. So the tree, the, the anti-fungal. Bot- Correct. The buds are clean, the, the stems are clean. It's amazing how yeah. that shit works. I, I, a guy teach me that. I never know one shit about that, but a guy teach me that. Just chuck, you see cabbage, just tuck some cabbage in water and leave that for a little while, take out the cabbage and use that water for your plant. And I see it works perfect. I, okay, I like that. Yeah. That's a good hot tip. Yeah, and it, it cleans the bud from each fungus and the stick stays nice and beautiful with the with, I would say with the feeding of the bud. Uh huh. Yeah. So I brought my jeweler's loop, my magnifying glass to look at the flower. Sweet, you know, sweet. I have a rule that. You should have told me that. I mean, I take it to a friend of mine's house, then I know I have a tree in a pot. So you come take out a magnifying glass and check it out. Fuck, you should have told me about that. This morning, <laughs> I'm gonna take it to show you one that is in a pot that a guy growing. Well, I'm used to going out on giant farms, so I I have been curious where and how people grow here. Yes. Um, the first flower that I got, I got my jeweler's loop out to look at it, and there was not a single trichome on it that was still intact. Like, it had been smushed up so much that... Yeah, you don't I, see nothing. No, there was, so I'm but like, that's okay. That's the business to get it going Yeah, that's sell. right. That's right. I'm <laughs> like, I have to lower my expectations, and I'm seeing an opportunity. You guys okay over there? <laughs> yeah, we're okay. All right, like are, you are you hungry? Are you hungry? I can no, feed you I'm now. Good. All right. I want you to give your uh, sales pitch for... Placencia, Belize, and for people to come and visit Belize as a country, yes. but like, but this community, and like, really do it right in a way that honors the people here. I got you. Uh, I have a few that I used to do in the jungle. If I tell you my crazy stuff that I used to do in the jungle, is amazing. Guys, I have to do an introduce for you to come to Belize. Okay. So then I will tell you, I will talk like a monkey. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and I will show you the monkey, see? And the monkey will talk back to me and I say, Welcome to Belize, so I could show you my wildlife. All the monkey, crocodiles, birds, iguanas. Look me up. And then you will enjoy your tour coming to Belize. We have nice little villages like Monkey River Village that you could stay in. Or if you stay in Placencia by any of these big hotels. You know, come down to town and look for rum fish and look for Omar's. Those are the best local little restaurant that you could find the best lobster, the best fish. Then now my buddy put up here this nice little spot right here by the water side. What's the, the name dog. of this place? Uh, Big Beck. Big Beck. Big That's Beck. Harbor View. Yes, it does have a nice harbor view. Correct. You have a nice harbor view. So so you could come to Belize and hang out with these guys right here by the harbor view, by the big dock. The beach is there. And have a fun time and meet some nice people. All right. There's lots of big hotels, but, you know, you can seek out the local people. Right. Girlfriend, you have a lot of big hotels, and but you do have a lot of nice little cabin in Placencia Village that you could research. And out here in the view, I have a friend of mine. She have a bar named Jaybirds. Yeah. Janice, Miss Janice. 
Jaybird's Bar, now it's a nightclub. And um, Janice is one of my girl that I, I love also. And she's an original placenter and she has some nice little house cabin for like your own little personal family use. Got it. And then DC Barbecue popped up over here that's right by Jaybirds on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yes. Dion and, and Crystal, Crystal, who happened to share the name of my sister and her wife, who were supposed to be here with me, and then they had some passport issues. Okay. So they weren't here, and then all of a sudden I'm meeting a couple named Crystal and Dion, and so I was like, all right, they're here with me anyway. Really? So that showed you that it's a small world, girlfriend, and the energy and the spirit and the love, it's amazing to meet nice people that you're even going to think that you're going to meet. You yeah. know, it's just imagination, you know. You're yeah. never going to believe that you're going to meet Percy. You're not going to believe that you're going to meet Dion. And, and they're named just like your sister. And, and it's amazing, you know. Yeah. And then they're nice people also. And it's not like people will lead you into the wrong direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you absolutely can. My very first night here, I asked this guy for some cannabis. He went off and he came back. And he showed me this terrible-looking flower and said, 80 U.S. dollars. And I said, really? uh, dude, I work in the cannabis industry. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, you couldn't give me this flower. I'm not paying you $80. I agree. The fucking yeah. you. I, sorry, but I agree with you for sure. Yeah. And then I started talking about cannabinoids and terpenes and the trichomes being all busted. And he was just like, oh, okay, I got to go. <laughs> Yeah, because you know you're not a foolish girl. You know you're a smart person that knows every shit. So if you make a mistake, he fuck. And then some people know where the weak bird is, girlfriend. They know where the weekend is and they're where they, they fucked you. They will steal you and rob you and you ain't believe it. It happens because it's here still. It's not like the place is nice and you think you don't have fucked up people. He do. So you just got to careful. That's why I say the energy take you into the right leader, into the yeah. right people. So, you know, once you stay that positive way and you know certain people and you call certain people's name, nobody mess with you. Because yeah. they, know, they know that person and then they're ready to love share. And then uh, if they do make a mistake, somebody will come and say, person, this is what happens. And I'm sorry. And I said, boy, you could go to jail. Don't do that next time. So everybody have that respect, you know, a certain level that, you know, they have to know what they're doing. Otherwise, I'm not going to see you going behind the bars. Yeah. It look simple, but we don't have a lot of people, but we try to protect our people who come in, you know? Because yeah. you're a stranger. So we can't see that certain things happens to you from certain people that we know those are the bad people, right? So we always will always have your back or we take out those people in certain level and yeah. you can't come and find bad people you gotta try to find good people yeah you know what i mean have you met a gentleman yet by the name of massa he's got long blondish gray hair and you have dreads and no he- not dreads not dreads he's from canada he's been here for 10 years and he's the one that had introduced me to Dion and Crystal. But he's like a medium. I know who you're talking about. I know him. So yes, when I, I met him, him... I know him. I know him, girlfriend. I know him. 
I just was like, I don't know why I'm here. And he said, I know why you're here. Really? Yeah. That's cool. I yeah. like that. <laughs> he got me more open and curious about what I'm doing here and nice. how I can help this place. And right. Right. I told him in February I'm supposed to be in Colombia for the very first Caribbean Cannabis Cup. Okay. And wow. he said, he said, no, you're cool. going to be here in February. You will be in Belize. Oh. Wow. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Yeah, he's working on you. I said, he Yo, is. You don't like fucking Colombia. You like Belize more than fucking Colombia. <laughs> Come over here with Belize with us. <laughs> Maybe I, like- I see what he's seeing. I see what he's seeing. I see what he's seeing because. You see, in Colombia, where you're talking about, with that kind of fest, that's a, a delicate country. See him? And that's yeah. like, not like us that we have millions of people, you know. Some people don't really, really care over there, like how we care here in Belize. That's what, that's what he's seeing that part. So I guess he say when you do your research, oh, fuck <laughs> Colombia, I'm coming back to Belize. <laughs> I, I, I see what he's seeing. I know the guy. Maybe we'll do both. Maybe we'll do both. Nice, sweet. Nice. But one time, one time me and George, we have a friend named Jake. Jake, he live up by Beefree. He own a lodge up there and he have a preserve there that he protects. All wildlife and snake, everything that is called a wildlife, he protects. And then he takes students for study all these animals, monkeys, plant, everything. All right? He's a very nice person. And then sometimes we have a weed fest there. We go there. We went, me and George and a couple of friends from Monk River, we have a weed fest. Right, George? <laughs> so there where we take the snappers, fry them in, in uh, hemp oil. Okay. So we fry the fish in the hemp oil. So then we have about six tables with all vegetables and everything. And then we have all of them full with weed. All different flavors of weed because it's a weed fest we are on. Sampling it, see how it works. Then we have a quiz, which country legalized weed first and which this happened with weed. Everything about weed he have there. So I say, Amsterdam. That's the first country that introduced weed. And Mel, look at me. How the fuck you know that? I say, well, weed in our ass. <laughs> so I need have to a, come visit that. I want to come to that. That was a great festival, right, George? That we have there, girlfriend. Really nice. That's one of my... I bring all these guys because Jake was a friend of mine that bring me students to take from from there to the Keys. So we do a plane. We do a main and a plane and a coastline. So we do the mountains, we do the coastline, and we do the auto. Well, and and so talk a little bit about that because you you teach students. Um, you were talking specifically about monkeys and medicinal yes. plants and all plants monkeys eat and I do a phenology of trees and idea trees right for a group of kids that I used to teach from Calgary University but Jake have a different group of kids that we teach marine life mm-hmm. so I teach them all about corals and and all about all the plants that grows under the water they mm-hmm. look at me and say how the hell you do that? They say, you're a professor. <laughs> so I have two guys, they're professors, leave my hands to do all lecture. Right, yeah, people that are yes. licensed, they, they, certified right. professors, they right. leave it all to you. Yes, <laughs> sit with me and love me and hang out and smoke and chill and leave me with all the students to do all the lecture with them. 
Then later on, they do the book works. Yeah. It's amazing, right. girlfriend. It's, they trust me or not. Sometimes I got George with me as my uh, guide to help me out. Right, George? Yeah. You know, sometimes we do cooking. Cause we got like 22, 23 students. And I do all the cooking and George do all my little stuff with me. Then I do all the little lectures. Then I do a ghost story and a pirate story that George is my ghost and George is my pirate. <laughs> George, you're a good sidekick. This is a really sidekick for me, girlfriend. So sometimes when I'm doing these goat and pirate stories on the island, I make George appear in certain trees. Way and George disappear in less than two seconds in certain trees for me when I'm when I'm doing my introduce to them. George uh-huh. appears for me on my introducing, and George disappear at the moment of flash, and then they look. Oh shit! It's unbelievable. It's like real. Oh my god. Okay, so how much, George, how much older are you? Four years? Okay. So you're pretty close. Crystal's three years older than me. Y'all are, my nice. sister, yeah, we do cool. a pretty good uh, nice. tag Together. team. Together. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love you both uh-huh. already. <laughs> Same thing with George. George is my tag team boy, so well, I love it, it. it becoming joyful. It becomes yeah. joyful and it becomes um, educated and it becomes like remembrance. Yeah, you gotta share like what you say, girlfriend. That's what I love you and your spirit and your energy because you, you have that heart of share and you have that heart of passion of showing people that this is the way it's supposed to be and this is the way it's supposed to go. And I love you for that because that much people see that. And it seems so obvious to me. It's just like I have to talk about it. Right. So. I see, I see. And then later on, just don't talk about it. Just later on, you'll see the action of it. Yeah. You have your thing. Mine is do it or don't, but do. Same thing with me. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I love you. I love you. If I, if I don't like you, well, that's, I will tell you, oh, shit, you're not. I'm an open-spoken person. If I say you're beautiful, you're beautiful. If I say you have a nice heart, that's me. I have nothing to hide from you. And that's that make my happiness be more, I would say, with a spirit that is more joyful, you know, that that's pleased yeah. me. Because only me could make myself be happy. If I say a Amen. girl smile with me and you smile at me, I say, hello, Miss Beautiful. And you say, hello, <laughs> I don't have to really know you or not. And you say hello, and that's good. That's a nice day. That make me a day or make that person a day. You don't yeah. have to know that person and involved with that person. I have no kind of relationship with that person. But just the smile that person give you when you pass through that era and, you know, oh, my God. Like that's yeah. nice of that person. Okay, you don't find that all the way and all the time, girlfriend. You know yeah. that. Yeah. You see? So, yeah. So that's the life of a great well, and I also Human. think that's the the simplicity of life that you find in these people. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Correct, girl. Because I asked someone, I was like, I work part-time in the service industry. Are you taken care of? Like, I, I can't find anything about how much to tip you or what to do. Thank and, you, girl. And she said... If you feel like tipping, you tip. If you don't feel like tipping, don't tip. And I was like, but is there something that's customary? Because in my country, it's 15 to 20%. And she said, no, do whatever your heart tells you to do. Right. You feel people accept. Well, uh, yes. And I'm like, okay, I hear you. But are you making a living wage? Can you support yourself? And they're like, no. No, don't worry about (laughs) that part. 
That's why she. That's why I love you for that because don't worry about that part. People knows how to set themselves in for a certain level. All right. I wish I could help them all the time, or you wish you could do that. Yeah. And certain things you just gotta carry it on and continue it on and say, yeah. be happy. Yeah. I could leave you a two dollars. I could leave you a dollar today. That's why yeah. my brother always talk about. That's why Jesus blessed you because whenever you could do something for somebody out of your heart and you give them with your heart, you get blessed. Yeah. Right? It's not like. Yeah. I know you do certain things I'm not gonna give you because you're a certain person. Uh, yeah. You're not gonna get no bless for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I I wait tables part time to help cover all of my bills. And there are times when you, you feel like you're giving the best service to someone and you're so kind and they're so appreciative and then they don't leave you a very good tip or they don't tip you at all. And right, you're you like, know, ouch, like that yeah. hurts. Like, I was really good for you. I believe you. Know? you I believe you. <laughs> but, but, but that's what I told my brother most of the time, right? Tipping is just like you're feeling, but... The appreciation and the word and mouth carry it a long road. Yeah. You might not get tips from me today, but you might get so many people from me that love you. Yeah. It's amazing how the tip come in. Yes, right, right. 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 The tip's not always monetary. Yes. Right. Yeah, the right. universe can bless you in so many other ways. Amen. Yes, I girlfriend. I agree. Because that's how I get a few guests here in Placencia from word and mouth. I don't get a tip from some friends, but I get them to come and buy a property and live here in Belize. And they told me, because of you, I buy a property to come and live here with my kids so my kids could live in a certain way. I look at him and say, you're kidding my ass. No, you're a brother from another mom. Whenever we have people come in your way, come in my way, they're going to be your people. Right? Yeah. I say, don't mess with that. Then later on, a couple of years ago, I have a kid and a family that the kid comes stays with me because they want to learn and show the kids a different life mm-hmm. and how person live and how he kids lives and how life it is I take the kid I take the kid and the kid for three days when he went back to mama and daddy they love me the kid changed with a different spec of manas yeah. and show them like I listen and the kid never used to do that the kid wanted to boss them yeah Mm-hmm. And you come with me, you're not a boss when you're there with me, boy. Yeah. And that changed the boy, and they love me for that. Well, me, I love you too. Well, I love you too. But that's the way how uh, action is of, of, of how you behave and, and treat people with a personality. You yeah. see? Because when you treat people that way, nobody will take advantage of you. Yeah. Right? Nobody will try to, like, bully you. Well, if you know how to stand in your power. Yes, yes. Because yes. we all have this personal power, and so many people either forget that or they've never been taught that. And they've if never been taught that, girlfriend. Just like what you say, I, I, com- I repeat it again. They've never, been, they've never taught that. And that's what hurt a lot of people. Because if they're taught it, that would make them be a more nice, aggressive, cool person in certain ways of whoever yeah. they meet. Yeah. But I never taught that, so that become yeah. a big problem, girlfriend. Yeah, and you know, I was always taught 
never rely on a man to take care of you. Like, be self-sufficient, make your own money, all of these things. And actually... That's from parents. So, I love you for that because I'll cut you across right away. Make a cut you right away. I, I love seeing where you're coming from. That's the best way it is. That's why you, you, you make yourself into a way that you control your happiness. Well, but I also think, though, that I was so hard because of that that when I started consuming cannabis, it softened me and made me... Don't soften you at all. I... That's not soften you one <laughs> shit. That don't soften you. I don't know. I Trust feel me. like I'm a softer That's what you think, but no, because you're the person that have the personality with it. So you're not, not no soften you. Without that, you'll still be the same person. Yeah. That just add you on a big difference that you amazing imagine you know that you could do certain things with your power that people will respect girlfriend yeah they will respect trust me I've shot a lot of video on the boat with you and you made me eat a couple of things that I didn't necessarily <laughs> want to eat so Y'all can all go watch the videos and like see Percy in action and see me not in my comfort zone doing things. Yeah, but <laughs> we give you a wide view of yeah. uh, showing people certain things that it's real. Well, and things that I would never even know was possible or was okay. I believe you, like, yeah. I believe you, man. I believe your ass. <laughs> I believe you. Because you eat the penis of our counts. <laughs> I don't know if you eat <laughs> I did. That's what I told her. I like, okay. um, so she have a wide, wide respect that amazing how people were like respect. And, yeah, and I never they, thought I'd yeah, eat a penis that don't know small that. in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> but it's flavory. It have a lot of flavor. <laughs> Oh. And a lot of proteins. Uh, yes. And it's good for my back and my joints and yes. my cartilage, apparently. Cartilage. Yeah. Yes. yes. All right. Amazing. Amazing what that fucker is good for. Hilarious. Yeah, agree. Yeah. I love them too, girlfriend. I eat them a lot. If Just people love. want to find you, what's the best way do you have a website or is there some place no. where people can find you or they just need to come to Belize just come to Belize come and to Belize. ask for the monkey king yeah ask for the monkey king but <laughs> later on I will do have my I used to have my own website auction as as the bare bones stores I used to be the bare bones guy all the okay. bare bone is me but I close it off okay. because of a white guy he disappeared Mm. But a white guy used to run my barebone tour. That still is up. That you could still see that site, but uh -huh. nobody will answer you. Got it. So you can still see my Jock Hanna show. You can still see my Esquire magazine article, little pieces, little uh -huh. clips of different part of my yeah. show. And the bare bones, but you're not going to talk to me and you're not going to get no information from nobody if you try to say, I want to see him. You're not going to get that. Got it. Right. So you got to go just like what you say. Well, I have totally enjoyed hanging out with you. Look, it's 111. Those are angel numbers. Wow, that's so long we talk. Yeah. Oh we God. talked for an hour. All right. This girl is funny, Jessica. This one right here. We're talking for an hour. I know. Thanks for hanging out, person. You're welcome, girlfriend. I got all day to play on.
Belize as a nation is a former British colony. Modern-day Belize was first settled by pirates and loggers, only gaining independence in 1981. It nestles on the Mesoamerican Barrier Reef, which is the second-largest barrier reef in the world. Belize has the lowest population density per landmass in Central America and offers protected status to over 35% of its landmass and over 13% of its territorial waters. In 2010, Belize became the first country in the world to ban bottom trawling, a destructive industrial fishing method where a large weighted net is dragged across the seafloor, scooping up everything in its path including those non-targeted species, not to mention damaging coral. And in 2018, it signed into law a moratorium of offshore oil exploration and drilling in the entirety of Belizean waters. Given these environmentally friendly measures, one might think the country was a conservationist dream. But as Percy shared with us, that's not entirely the case because the country relies so heavily on the tourism industry. And regarding the cruise ships... Another reason that's such a sensitive subject is due to the fact that Belize is believed to have the largest breeding population of the endangered Antillean manatees. These marine mammals face a major threat every time the city-sized cruise ships plow right through the manatees' breeding ground. On their way to dock at that man-made island the cruise ship industry spent millions of dollars developing. Instead of focusing on encouraging tourists to enjoy the natural wonders of the country, their aim is to herd passengers to popular tourist destinations as quickly as possible so that they can get them back to the cruise ship on time. The way these boats are operated, the speed that they travel, and their lack of respect for no-wake zones results in regular collisions with these gentle creatures, which very often leads to their serious injury and death. I've only been on one cruise in my life, and upon boarding the ship, knew I'd never do it again. And as you can imagine, I spent a lot of time talking on that cruise to the international employees making it all happen. The waitstaff, the entertainers, the bartenders, the maids, and their lives sounded akin to indentured servitude. And it's not like I got to really enjoy any of the destinations we visited on that cruise. Everything did feel rushed, and I was constantly anxious about getting back to the ship on time. There's something to be said about the simplify-to-amplify concept. Don't be afraid to choose a destination and really immerse yourself in everything it has to offer. All right, that's my two cents on travel. As for a New Year acknowledgement, for me in 2023, play has become a priority again. Because having fun and being light and laughing raises my vibration and that of everyone I'm in contact with. And that's the sort of energy that brings about positive change that we fucking need. May we all use this time to review our habits, thought patterns, and the community we surround ourselves with. And either recommit or evolve our lifestyle to serve our highest good and that of the collective. We're in this together, my friend, so let's elevate our experience in 2023. What will you devote your time to in this new year? Write it down, tell your inner circle, or tell me. Whatever you do, hold yourself accountable for being your best self. And if you're interested in business collaborations or wellness lifestyle coaching, email your messages, requests, or can of curious questions through the website or DM me on social. 
When I'm there, I'm at Casually Baked on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, The Weed Tube, and Truth Social. However you decide to support our highly responsible cannabis movement, thanks for doing your part to Puff Puff Pass It On. It's a hot time. We had a hot time together. Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Jamie Humiston at PodConnects. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConnex and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.